0: For further analysis on what's playing a out on the market scene, I'm joined by Jacobus Brink from Novari Investments. Yakubas, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Good
1: afternoon. Thanks so much. Always
0: a pleasure. All right, Jacobus, uh, quite a big, uh, bit happening in the macros. Uh, you know uh, that... Uh, Eurozone inflation coming in, uh, you know, are still hotter than expected, I think, uh, from markets. So keen to get your thoughts on that. Also, China PMIs coming in, uh, both servicing and manufacturing PMIs converging closer to 50. That also showing us uh, that that economy is, it's, it's not growing, but it's, it's also, uh, you know, not doing as bad anymore. Not sure. To, keen to get your thoughts there.
1: Yeah, sure. No, yeah, you know, kicking off with China, I think it's sort of more of the same. You know, we, we saw sort of a, a little bit of a mixed picture from the PMI numbers, manufacturing PMI still, still in the contractionary territory below 50, but sort of moving up slightly since the previous month's reading. So I suppose you've got to see that in the a positive in a positive um, way but um, on the non-manufacturing side still seeing a decline there it's still in expansionary territory but it's still continuing to move lower you know um we've been hearing recently that Consumer sentiment has started to pick up a little bit in China, but nothing really to write home about. Um, regulators have once again started to engage with um, some of the institutional investors, pension funds, et cetera, to try and sort of boost sentiment um, towards the Chinese economy um, in that way. But we haven't really seen that payoff either. Um, yeah, so it still sort of remains to be seen, you know, what, what the Chinese, um, the CCP is actually going to do to really stimulate the economy. Um and then you know, post that we got the numbers out of um out of Europe. Um also this morning, as you mentioned, you know, we saw some of the the um inflation numbers moving higher a little bit. Not entirely surprising, you know, seeing that we have seen energy prices tick up quite quite a bit um over the, the, the last number of weeks. Um and, and also, you know, another negative there was the um um the retail sales in Germany actually came out in minus 2.2%, um, which is quite a, little, quite a bit below forecast and quite, quite a bit below the previous reading as well. You know, so in general, you know, I think this, you know, a fairly muted day as far as any positive news from a macro point of view.
0: And bring it back here at home, I'm just keen to get your thoughts here. The China picture, um, oil, OPEC, uh, Saudi, and uh, them trying to cut uh, back on, uh, you know, production. I'm very keen just to get your thoughts there with uh, the RAND also, uh But where are we heading in terms of our fuel prices? We know we've got a big increase uh, coming this week. But if we're trying to uh, fight our uh, PPI, which has come down quite a bit, what happens with fuel will be very important.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. You know, obviously the, the, the past few numbers we saw from an inflation point of view coming out locally were obviously, um, very good. And especially, you know, the PPI number this, uh, this morning at 2.2% very low as well. Um, you know, as far as our sort of, um, relations going with the sort of extended BRICS, um, countries, you know, it could obviously be beneficial for us mm-hmm. in the, in the longer run. You know, should we, be able to implement it, um, and I think implement is going to be the key word here because our government doesn't really have a great track record when it comes to implementation of policies. You know, they always say the right things, and I think I think they always have the, the right ideas, but the implementation typically is a problem. Um, and and yes, yeah, you know, um, the the other thing that I suppose there are some some questions around some of the more shady countries that they were looking at. You know, possibly adding to that to that list of brick. Names, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think you know, in the long run, it could definitely be beneficial. The only thing that, that, that bugs me at the moment is, you know, the production cuts we've been seeing coming out of the Middle East, especially, you know, I, I think to a large extent, that's just been to try and keep the the price propped up because of the demand destruction we've seen. You know, um, we we still of the view that um, we are probably moving into more of a recessionary type territory, you know, globally. Um, and I think I think demand destruction has been the key key reason why we've seen those production cuts trying to prop the price up.
0: Let's uh, move on now and speak about accompanying news. Impala Platinum's come out. Of course, PGMs have had a rough ride and Impala Platinum hasn't been uh, spared here. I'm keen to get your thoughts, though, uh, on the set of numbers that they have uh, released, showing a reduced gross profit by 46%. It's quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I know I mean it's it, quite high you know it's, it, it also actually um they mentioned that they the booty boosting its um, metal output uh, forecast for 2023 during four full year um, as well because of the the, the recent uh, acquisition on, on Royal Buffett King um and you know it's it, it this acquisition will obviously material alter you know its whole production profile um so I think all in all you know yes it, we haven't seen the the greatest sort of sentiment around the name because of this whole thing but Yeah, it looks fairly positive from
0: here on out. I'm keen to get your thoughts, Yaquabes. What has driven uh, that PGM basket uh, price down uh, so severely? I mean, uh, in my mind, uh, you know, demand is still there. A lot of these metals are useful, for instance, uh, in the energy transition. uh, But we're just seeing, uh, you know, this price really knock our resources counters quite a bit.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I, I I think to a large extent, you know, South Africa is still one of the largest producers in the space. You know, um, and I think a lot of it. Does have to do with the general negative sentiment around South Africa. I'm not just talking about the the, the power issues, but I mean, if you just look at SA Inc, you know, um, and obviously, you know, these BGM companies aren't necessarily a a true reflection of SA Inc, but just SA Inc in general, I mean, it's trading at valuations, you know, we last saw at the global financial crisis. So just in general, you know, there is a lot of negative sentiment around South Africa as an investment destination, Um, and and we think, you know, it, it, it might have been overdone a little bit, yes. There are still a lot of things we need to work through, but you know, especially in this in, in, in this space, um, you know, obviously the fact that the companies are raising output as well, you know, profits are being squeezed a little bit, um, but you know, I definitely think in the long run, you know, from these levels on, um, fairly positive outlook over over the medium to longer term.
0: Also keen to get your thoughts on uh, Santam, that's South Africa's biggest short-term insurer. Uh, They seem to have done super, super well there. Uh, Their profits have soared more than 100%, I think 137%. Uh, What are your thoughts here, short-term insurers? It looks like consumers are sticking to their obligations where insurance is concerned.
1: Yeah, I know. So, I mean, obviously great results, um, despite sort of all the, what we saw adverse weather conditions. You know, we had recent floods and everything in in in, um, in the western capes um so yeah no, a great result but i think you know the market's taking it on the chin a little bit um you know i don't think it's going to be tough for them to really to really repeat some of this you know that we have a low economic growth environment unemployment is still high um you know we we could see uh, for, obviously going to see further power issues etc so you know None of these conditions, I think, will really dissipate very soon. Um, but, yeah, once again, you know, a, a very good result from them. And I think that's sort of why the reaction to it was, was has been fairly muted on the day.
0: I'm going to get your stock pick, Jakobus, in a bit. But first, uh, let's take a look at some counters that have found favour with your industry peers. I would,
1: say, I would just say UK financials. Um, the UK market is screening is probably one of the cheapest we think
0: globally. Um, particularly with the financials, we can find many shares on you know seven, eight, nine percent um, dividend yields. Many of them are still growing. Um the earnings and they still have large market opportunities, companies um, like Legal in general. Um, we think you know is is, is a good um, example of that, um, as well as others. Um, so some some of them actually filter into our market, the likes of Quilter, etc. You mm. you can see some of the cheapness does come through, uh, but I'd say overall, like UK financials are screening as being particularly attractive
1: uh. from a long term perspective. I'm going for motors. I mean, if you want a real South African company, this is it. Now they came up with results. Results weren't the greatest ever. I mean, they weren't bad. Market but- hated them. Market hated them, and I can't understand it. This is a four price earnings ratio, of four PE. Yeah, it looks tremendously undervalued. The debt might have gone up to there, the results big, yeah. that they
0: they got. Uh, the debts earnings, go earnings per share might. were up seven percent, and it's a four PE. Advertec, all of those, I think, are worthy of buying. So I can't choose one of them. I liked Advertec very much, super in you know, a great result and just incredible how much how much people will pay on uh, you know for education and uh well you know well-run business i prefer it to the Kuros and stadios okay. although stadia seems to be okay so if i had to pick one i like advertech yeah all right jacobus uh, those stocks uk financials so as a whole uh, motors as well as Advitech uh, coming from our analysts
1: yeah, quite a quite a nice spread there. A very interesting ones indeed. Um, maybe if we kick off sort of from the top, UK financials, yeah, you know, I think there's a reason why that rating's so cheap, you know. Um the, the Ukraine macro picture for me is just, you know, at the moment, uh very depressed. You know, we're still seeing very high wage inflation, uh growth is sort of rock bottom. Um can't really see a catalyst really, you know, giving it any kicker there. But obviously I think the key word there was long term. So yes. You know, from a valuation point of view, definitely makes sense over the longer term. Um, motors, uh, you know, it's down almost 20% year to date. Um, like Wayne said, it's currently trading at a, a P of four, you know, so it is very, um, very, very cheap. And we have seen that sector sort of. Uh, remain resilient despite the hikes and everything, so also um a very interesting one um and then tech, obviously you know I think um you know looking at the current environment where we're sort of operating education to me you know does seem to be a little bit more of a defensive sector there's obviously a lot of um a lot of um government sort of, sort of wouldn 't say stimulus but sort of pushing people to get educated and everything so it's a sort of a long term play you know so yeah, those three probably had to go for ad stick.
0: And then, you To, your, your, to
1: do back someone.
0: To pick one of them, uh, you know, Jacobus let's pick your stock pick uh, for today. Which counter would you go with today?
1: Uh, yeah, so my stock pick for today is uh, Sun International. Um, you know, I think if you just look at it from a global point of view, it is still probably the cheapest casino business in the world. You know they obviously have quite a diversified um, um, portfolio. They own a bunch of hotels. They've got an online gambling business. Um, You know, came out with a trading statement of late, um, expecting you know good numbers to come out. I think they're releasing in the second week of September. Um, And you know they're currently down on a year from the March highs. I think about twenty percent. We saw a bit of a bounce this morning, Um, and we've been seeing some some insiders buying as well. You know, since the start of the year. So my stock pick for today would be some international.
0: Well, Jacobus, it's always a pleasure uh, talking to you. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this afternoon. And that was your Midday Markets Update with Jacobus Brink from Novari Investments.